Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I'm going to share with you some uh, weekly news. The first one is um, it's on the blog crypto.com, and the title is called Samsung Enters the Metaverse, opening its fa uh, flagship 800, uh, 837, I would say 837 store in Decentraland. Okay, so in this news, it talks about um, um, Samsung is going to partner with Decentraland to open its flagship 837 store in the Metaverse. And the virtual Samsung A37X store will be open in Decentraland for limited time. Okay, so uh, this news was written by Yogita K. And um, I think uh, this is a very interesting concept because it seems like Samsung already has its own flagship A37 store in, uh, in the New York City in the marketplace district. So pretty much there is a physical store. However, they, you, uh, they partner with Decentraland and start creating another digital twins in the, um, I would say in virtual reality. And then um, the interesting thing is that uh, I went to Decentraland and take a look of the, the you know, the, place and it's very interesting uh, pretty much you can explore um, the virtual reality world through the website right so I even went like they have uh, events and you can also sell a lot of um, or sell you can sell or buy a lot of different uh, virtual goods through Ethereum so um, this is a pretty interesting uh, area that uh, you can, you know, and when I join some events, I can, you know, log into my account or I can join as a guest. And uh, when I enter it, I would say everything is game like. Uh, you will have your own cartoonish avatar and then start, you can customize your avatar as well and go to a virtual space using your web browser and start exploring and you can buy things uh, using your Ethereum, you know, uh, I think right now you only can use Ethereum, Ethereum uh, to do it. And you can also build your land. You can buy real estate uh, in digital format. So uh, this is a very interesting um, place and Samsung is going to put their flagship um, partner with Decentraland and build another virtual version of their flagship. So uh, yeah, I, I'm... I feel like this place, um, you know, um, the virtual place is getting interesting and more and more and more interesting because imagine you have a digital version of yourself or if you have a digital version of a physical store, right? And whatever there is a limitation for the physical store, you won't have that limitation and vice versa. If you have some limitation in the digital world, you, uh, yeah, and the physical version of the, the goods can solve the problem. So I would say, um, yeah, so it's the imagination or another layer of the physical store. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hello, Matthew. Hello.
Hello, Matthew. What is that? Oh, oh. Hi. Yeah, thank you for joining. Yeah, um, I, I, I can just recap uh, what I uh, just said um, five minutes ago. Today, I want to share with you like this weekly news. And I find out that this news is very interesting. It's on the blog crypto.com. And the title is called Samsung Enters the Metaverse, opening its flagship A37 store in Decentraland. And pretty much, uh, Samsung has already has a, a physical store in the center of New York City, Marketplace District, Manhattan. Um, for them, they create another digital twin in Decentraland. If you don't know what's Decentraland, Decentraland is a place where people can build, trade, and join events in virtual world. And pretty much you need to use Ethereum to trade different goods if you want to purchase uh, stuff in the virtual world. So uh, Samsung partner with Decentraland and create their physical kind of digital copy of their physical store in New York. Yeah, if you see, if you can see my screen, um, this uh, store exactly, I would say the shape, shape of the store looks very similar to the, the New York A37 store. Uh, however, it's a digital version and it's it, it will be in Decentraland. So, uh, I would say this will be definitely, you know, because if there's a physical store and there will be a lot of limitations for a digital store. And uh, I would say uh, the version, the digital twins for this physical store will definitely help uh, to break the limitation for the limited, uh, for the physical store. And also uh, the limitation for the, you know, the digital twins uh, the digital copy of the store also has the limitation. For example, people couldn't, you know, feel like try on or, you know, like physically getting into it, right? Uh, buy it in the real world, right? So I would say the digital version and the physical version can work together and provide a better service for, uh, you know, for the business. So I would say, yeah, it's a very interesting exploration. Uh, yeah, any thoughts, comments? Um, you want to share about the news, uh, Matthew, you can unmute yourself, feel free to talk. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm still new to this space, uh, but yeah, I just learned actually the term digital twin yesterday and now I'm hearing it from you, which is interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, I haven't tried out Decentraland or Sandbox or any of the other, you know, um, NFT kind of marketplace metaversing kind of stuff, but uh, it seems interesting. I, I think there's a lot of competition right now in this space, but there's like no competition at the same time, but it's just, it's very scary when you, when they think they're going to be going up with Facebook now that's ready to invest a lot, but at the same time, like they're different use cases, right? Like hmm. I feel like Facebook is trying to make something for, you know, it's going to be much more friendly than whatever Decentraland is going to be making. And they can also, Decentraland can move way faster um, because, you know, because a lot of less regulation. But I mean, for the long term, it just, I don't know. I, I, I haven't been able to really find value in the NFT space and the 
Decentraland sandbox space. It it just feels too gimmicky right now for me. But I also feel like there's some value in it for there's definitely value in it. And they can coexist also. It's just hard. The future is fuzzy to me. What if what about for you? Uh yeah, I, I would say definitely that for me. Um it's interesting that you know, like because for example, like Tesla, right? It's so easy to understand that. Um, uh, as far as I know, when Tesla was produced, right, physical uh, car is produced. They have a digital digital copy of the Tesla, right? And those digital copies will be, you know, because uh, each cars need to talk to each other and they need to learn, you know, learn how to, uh, you know, improve itself. So I think the digital version makes sense, right? Because it's kind of like helping the customer or passengers to be safe, have a safe environment, right? So they need to have a digital copy and then learn each, learn from each other. I would say, uh, you know, uh, NFT or you know the digital twins, we are still exploring what's the possibilities. And right now, it seems like there's no practical, like very practical usage for it. However, I find out that there's another news, which is also um, this week's news, which has a little bit more practical than this one. Because you see like um, selling stuff, right? And in MFT, it's pretty much selling 3D models on um, um, uh, Sketchfab or, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I find there's no difference. And in virtual world, what, what can I do, right? And in 3D world or in physical world, maybe, you know, in Sketchfab, I can put and make a game or something. <laughs> I can yeah, buy yeah. it and make a game or make, you know, make something and I can sell it or, you know, like I can create the artwork, right? But in, yeah. in that world, it seems like there's a crypto and can I integrate into my actual art product or something? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's something that is not really integrated well yeah. because it's new as well so yeah i mean there's there's like three levels of like in design there's like three levels of value there's like tangible value like yeah. that is like what we're kind of missing right like yeah. a 3d model isn't isn't i mean there's there's some there's an equity in the, the amount of work that people put into making it hmm. but there's really no value to it and then but there's intangible value which makes you feel something uh like emotional uh, and then there's like aspirational value. And I feel like a lot of the NFT space is built on this like status symbol, right? Like, and that, that's the aspiration. Like I'm part of this group now. That's what that value is, is I'm part, I have this aspiration to get that expensive NFT. Or there's also like a collecting mentality, which makes it more uh, tangible. Mm -hmm. But this digital twin idea, I, I do see a, I do see a world where everybody has a store or a a a a, per, a a plot of land, you know what I mean? They have something in this this metaverse, but who wins? Which is the met, which is the right metaverse? It, it's it's hard, and there can be multiple winners. Obviously, uh, there's multiple social medias now. It's yeah. just it's very it's very uh, loose for me right now. But I'm I'm super interested. I'm also really interested in uh, like I know Unity is is pushing this digital twin idea. And uh, I'd love to, I haven't looked deeper into the tooling, but how can you make that more accessible? Because I'm a web developer. I make websites. I've been turning 
digital real estate, but on the web for people for a decade now. What does that look like in the metaverse? And I'm really interested in doing that quickly and seeing how I can, you know, sell that to clients. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I mean, right now the entire concept of metaverse is still a little blur. But I do really like one or two definitions for it. It's something that uh, I re um, I remember. There's um, one definition. One is called um, um, turn to the internet or turn to the website into 3D. Whatever you can do in 2D website. It now it's being, you know, you, you, you add up another dimension. So it becomes 3D, uh, <clears throat> something you can do in website, you can also do in metaverse. That's sure. something I feel like it's friendly for me, right? Because, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah metaverse, you know, even though we, we know, um, you know, Ready Player One, right? Snow Crash, uh, you wear a gargoyle and you enter to another world Right, but it, it, the interesting thing is that um, uh, I went to AWE and I tried the glove thing. Yeah, um, yeah, and the interesting thing is that I feel like I I, I touched the fur of the cat. It's yeah. similar to what I. It, it's just a lot of electro stimulations, and there's mm. no difference between I touch different like I touch the water, I touch the cat, I I pull out the drawer. Uh, mm -hmm. It's all the same feeling. I, yeah. I know they are trying to make make it a little different, but uh, I feel like right now the technology is not there to make us so immersive into that digital world. And there's a lot of gap, a lot of improvement um, for it. So that's why mm -hmm. we feel very distant for the second life, right? I feel like my second life probably is like right now for me is more important is that my my MacBook sync to the cloud, right? So if my Mac crash, I can download it right away. I think that, that, that that's more tangible for me for yeah. right now, but I know we are trying to replicate, including emotions. Yeah, because um, yeah. yeah, you see like data is just a dead data, right? For example, my design, my something, right? My, a lot of my datas. Right. Mm -hmm. That's something that is more computer can read or, you know, like computer human. We have the same, you know, format and we understand each other. But if you want to make it more human centric. Right. I think metaverse is making it like since it's all data or dig digital based. So it's mm -hmm. trying to simulate how humans think or perceive of the world and make it mm -hmm. more human central. Right. Com yeah compared with the cloud only storage the data, only computer can read, right? So totally. how, how can this types of, you know, you know, like the data backup, right? Cloud concept into uh, another replica of the world and everything is more for visual presentation instead of the data in, uh, presentation in the spatial world. Um, another digital spatial world. So I think we have a lot of things to implement and I am glad that people start exploring it. And at the beginning, when things just start, you know, it, it's like we explore the technology and see how, how we can implement it. And later on, maybe there will be some practical usage for it. 
right now is just explore the technology. So yeah, so I would say when I see this, I was like, mm, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, maybe because it's built on the, you know, website like Minecraft, right? And yeah. it's more like multiplayer game, but using yeah. other, you know, game currency, which is, um, you know, cryptocurrency, right? Just think that probably is a future game game or digital uh, currency and it crosses oh. different platforms. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so. I yeah. really like how you framed, like, there's two different, there's two different, you know, there's the three, adding a third dimension to the internet. That's like one thing. I think Tony Parisi said that recently mm-hmm. in his manifesto. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also like this idea of it being more, more value is being added to it because there's more emotion being able to be attached to the data, like haptics, like you said, with touching and gloves. And I think I feel like digital eyewear is just like one way to get into this new world where there will be clubs and we're able to tap into just so much more senses with, with narrative and all these other, you know, physical senses that we get when we're wearing uh, digital eyewear, wearing gloves with it. And then, then you start adding some of like the brain, the brain stuff for sensing feelings and emotions and how the world can alter the data just becomes much more influential on our experience. Um, and there's, so there's just so much more opportunity that I understand than what we currently have today. And we still just need to explore Decentraland, Sandbox, all these other kind of metaverse NFT marketplaces right now are just doing, like they're not building the hardware, right? Like, so they're just doing what they can right now. But until, you know, once we get gloves, like, Maybe Decentraland starts adding sand or Sandbox starts adding sand and you can feel the sand. I don't know. I'm just playing around here, but you can, you can see how we can, the, that will, the, they're waiting for the hardware and they're building the marketplace where some of the bigger companies like Meta are building the hardware and the software. And it's just going to be more slow going. Yeah, I would say that, you know, right now we are just exploring. Remember there was... Uh, a really like a long time ago there was a company called second life right um, and uh, it, it, it yeah I, I mean i read books i haven't um really seen that company you know grow or something during that time but uh as far as i know from the the book that i read um i find out that you know the early pioneers always trying to bring some new stuff right and later on, people look at that and start revising it and make it better. Like e-car, right? At the beginning, um, the ele- electricity car, right? We, we, we didn't make it the best version at the beginning, but as time goes by, we will start you know, integrate some stuff when we figure out the problem and we are trying to solve the problem and make it better. So I would say it's still doing the evolution, right? And um, I read another book. It's very interesting. It says that if people don't know something, they will write a lot of book and talk about it. If people already know what's something, like what something looks like, then nobody will write a book and nobody will talk about it. So (laughs) you see like NFT, right? Digital twins and uh, metaverse, right? Because nobody knows what's going on. So that's why we will have a lot of books 
A lot of people talk about it. Once we start knowing what's that, something concrete, and nobody will, will talk about it. So when we see it's still a hot topic, it's great because you know it's not for, uh, formally formed yet. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Another news is that since we are talk about the you know the digital land metaverse. I want to share with you another news, which is on livedesign.com. Uh, and the title is called VCR Group Launches Restaurant Membership as NFT. I find out this is a very, very smart way of using NFT because it's so secretive, right? And it's very good for high-end restaurant exclusive, uh, you know, selling the membership. Right. Because, you know, sometimes membership, some people just transfer. Right. But if you use NFT, you can definitely transfer, but you will lose that. Right. So, um, yeah. So I find out that this is very good usage of uh, NFT. So if you see that there is a club called Fly Fish Club, it uh, it was owned by a group. If you see if you go to Fly Fish Club. It was owned by, let me see, Gary V, right? And his friends, they create, actually, yeah, it's from VCR Group. Um, they have a, you know, a high-end club, which allows people to, you know, book um, like the, um, like a restaurant or dining in the New York City, right? And uh, it's kind of a premium dining club and only like have like the you know membership so I personally think that this is a really really smart way of uh, selling a membership because membership supposed to be more exclusive and you know it's like a, a community right and uh, by using nft I start think you know feeling that this is uh, probably a smart way of of integrating NFT in it. So pretty much um, uh, the New York City location, um, like uh, this Fly Fish Club will be operate as a private dining club with iconic views of the city where membership is purchased on blockchain as non-fungible token NFT uh, using Ethereum. So yeah, I personally think this is, I've been seeing a lot of people using NFT or trying to integrate with NFT to selling, you know, T-shirts or doing a lot of store display. However, I think this way of doing NFT selling uh, a premium dining secretive um, club in the center of in, um, New York and serving for you know rich people, I think this is kind of not only you know, satisfy this hot topic because, you know, rich people, they have a lot of money, right? And they want to spend something that they can show off, right? So you see, they kind of smartly combine with the hot topic with premium, luxurious, exclusive types of feeling of, you know, I am premium, right? And using, you know, combine all the elements. So I personally think this is a smart way of using NFT. Uh, any thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a, that's an uh, amazing way. The first thing I thought when I heard this is like, uh, if you were to take this to like a big level, what if there was like a finite amount of Michelin stars and they were distributed 
that way. And there is a finite amount. And if you take someone's star, you have to give it to the other. Like, there's just like, they just feel like that's this to the next level because that's like, you know, the canonical measurement for uh, a great restaurant worldwide. That would be, this feels like the, the first step towards that direction, membership or some kind of recognition. That's um, a great idea. And this was made by Gary V. Yeah, yeah, from, uh, yeah, VCR group, Gary V, right? Gary V. And the rest of the name probably are big, but I don't know, but I know Gary V. Yeah. I know yeah. Gary V. Yeah, yeah like, that. yeah, I don't know the rest of them, but I I think this is smart. This is a very smart totally way smart. to combine, uh, you know, all the psychology, right? The rich people yeah. want some fancy stuff and some, you know, technology hot topic, right? And yeah. they like to show something that nobody knows what's that, right? And yeah. make them look hip and on the topic, on the train. So yeah, this is definitely a genius idea. You see like volume train, like 3.9K, wow. And they just sold like 30 minutes ago. And for Ethan, you see like 12K yeah. USD dollars, like just, you know, in a second. That's an expensive, that's an expensive plate of food. For sure. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, sushi. so this is one restaurant, though, right? I've never heard of Fly Fish Club. Yeah, it's in New York. I I think I I personally think, but I don't know what's going on. But I think you see, like they use celebrity, right? I think sure. Gary Vee is the celebrity, right? Using sure. celebrity's power and then combine with the hot topic technology, right? And use it right, right? And yeah, then yeah. make people feel that they are exclusive. And yeah. you see, like, like, I would say perfect, like the combination, everything. And even though, you know, right now it seems like um, uh, this dining room was being across 10K square feet in an iconic New York City. I mean, yeah. without a strong <clears throat> capital, how can you get that place? Right. So yeah. this is definitely a huge um, um, capital behind it. So, yeah. yeah. So um, I, 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 I see this is targeting a really premium and especially Gary Vee star from wine business. So it's perfectly fit. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. This is the probably so far that I feel like NFT being integrated in a very smart way. <laughs> totally. Totally makes sense. This is cool. Good find. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, and another one is, um, I find all this news is interesting. Is this is on nypulse.com, and the title is called "Cow Stock Indoors for Winter Are Getting Virtual Reality Goggles to Feel Like They Are Out Outside." If you can see my screen, you can see there's a cow and put two. To virtual reality goggles, I don't know how the cow feels, but somebody in Moscow trying to figure it out. Uh, yeah, how to you know make cows feel like they are outside, right? While yeah. being indoor. I personally, when I see this, I feel like it's a little. I don't know. I, I feel the cow might feel uncomfortable, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think so too. Um, <laughs> but I mean, as a yeah, it's hard to explain, but I, I get I get the idea, the concept behind it. Maybe the dish, maybe the head, the uh, goggles aren't very valuable. Also, the sounds pretty expensive and gross. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I was saying that maybe you know integrate with the wall, right? Because you can project on the wall, or maybe design a better experience for cow. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. like using humans, you know, little thing, and you need to kind of you know use like a very strict stripe to 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 do it. And I I don't feel that cow is like cow. Even feel yeah. weird why there's another cow bump into him and he couldn't see. So yeah, yeah, yeah. be really really weird, and he probably couldn't even see the grass. And you know, in physical world, yeah. Totally. So I, I I don't know. I think. Um, yeah, might need some user experience, but it's interesting to 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 put virtual reality on cows just to increase the milk uh, production or you know some mm -hmm. like make them feel good. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Maybe play some music. <laughs> yeah, projection. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's a nice try. Yeah. Just but but when I see this, I was like. I'm wondering how how that cow feels and how the cow was experienced. Well, hopefully, they feel better than they're currently feeling. I get what the concept is, but maybe they're. I think there could be something here. I just don't know if that's the that's the exact way to do it. Yeah. But I, conceptually, I get the I get the problem statement and the solution. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. I I think. Yeah, this is very interesting. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining me today. And uh, I will hopefully see you next week. For, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And hopefully you like today's news. Yeah, cool. Totally. Thank cool. you. Yeah, thank you so much. And hopefully see you next week. Bye-bye. Mm. Yeah, bye-bye.